Thanks for tuning in to the Lean 911 podcast where you'll have a voice directly from the Gemba. I will rely on my three decades of lean successes as well as my failures to answer your most challenging questions regarding your lean transformation. I'm your host, Mark Deluzio, President and CEO of Lean Horizons Consulting and the Principal Architect of the Danaher Business System. Looking forward to your questions now. Let's go to the Gemba. Hi, welcome to the Lean 911 podcast. Mark Deluzio here with episode 29. The title of this episode is Whatever Happened to Kaizen? I get a lot of people calling me saying, hey, Mark, how many Kaizans should we do every year? What's the frequency? And I would never give you that answer because I don't, first of all, I don't like those set numbers. Uh, I also don't like the whole notion of you need to do so many Kaizans per 100 people in your company. Uh, I think you need to put your Kaizen efforts where, in fact, they're needed. And you need to kind of look at it strategically. I always kind of held that a majority of your Kaizen should be targeted towards your strategic objectives uh, so that, you know, you can actually drive growth in the business in a lot of different ways. But what I've noticed is there are so many companies out there today who are in the midst of a what, what they would call a lean transformation and they're not doing Kaizen. They've got Gemba boards. People walk from board to board every morning. I think I had a discussion about this in an earlier podcast about uh, uh, problem solving where they're focused on lagging indicators, not leading indicators. Nobody has the courage to call foul on the waste of time a lot of those Gemba walks really are. And I'm not saying they're all totally wasted, but uh, in a lot of respects, uh, it, it is more virtual signaling that we're doing lean. And who the heck wants to call foul on that? They'll be targeted as a as a naysayer, right? And we don't want that. However, they got all the posters that say all the right things. Everybody's wearing their their lean polo shirts from whatever you know, business system they happen to be working within. Uh, they've got uh, uh, a Kaizen coordinator. They've got yellow tape. they got all the trimmings of lean. But what they don't have is Kaizen. And I ask, well, geez, why? So the, the, the question is, you know, how many Kaizen should we be doing? To me, the question is, why aren't you doing Kaizen's at all or very limited? So I could tell you, if you want a number, the answer is not zero. And so many companies just plainly are not doing Kaizen. So let me give you the reasons why I've been told by companies that I've met why Kaizen isn't happening. One, it just takes too much time. Mark, do you realize how much time it would take? No, why don't you tell me? Why don't you tell me how much time Kaizen takes, okay? I've only done a couple thousand of them in my life, you know. Um, do you know what type of effort that would entail? No, I don't know that either, okay? Please inform me. Since you've never done one, how do you know, okay? But anyway, uh, this is what these are the excuses I get. I get... 
the word that the CFO doesn't think there's a return on the time we're spending on Kaizen. Now, what the CFO doesn't realize is that in order for a lean enterprise transformation to take place, all functions have to be involved. You cannot sit in the stands with your clipboard and your calculator and your green eye shades and judge everybody else that's in the arena fighting the lions. If you're not in that same arena with them, it's not going to work because the financial community, and I talked a lot about this, as you know, I am the father of lean accounting and, and I, I've seen lean transformations go down the tubes because of the finance group. If they don't get it, if they're measuring the wrong things and they're not, and they're looking for a return on every single move everybody makes. I've got one company I know of. They're not a client of mine, but uh, they have to cost justify every single thing they do as it relates to lean. And when that happens, forget it, right? It's kind of like me saying to you, well, geez, you know, you just spent 45 minutes on a treadmill. I want to see the statistics as to why it paid off. I want to see your blood pressure. I want to see your cholesterol level. I want to see your Calories lost, oh, you can probably get that off the machine if it's accurate. Uh, I want to see everything as it relates to your health. Otherwise, you shouldn't work out. You shouldn't be on a treadmill, right? So when that happens, you know you've lost it, right? One of my favorites is, and this goes with standard work and, and Kaizen in general, we've got so many problems. We've got to fix our problems first before we do Kaizen. Okay, well, it's kind of like saying, doctor, I'm not going to go to physical therapy until my arm gets better. It's ludicrous. Kaizen is how you get better. And oh yeah, by the way, Mr. VP, you've been here for eight years, and these problems have never went away on your watch. As a matter of fact, they've gotten worse. So what exactly are you going to do tomorrow if it's not Kaizen? to tackle these problems, be it their quality problems, uh, machine breakdowns, supplier problems, whatever, right? What's going to happen different tomorrow? So you're going to hold off doing Kaizen until you fix your problems. I don't know. That, that's backwards thinking in my opinion. But I've look, I've heard that many, many times, okay? We're working 60 hours a week just to get out orders. We don't have any time. We don't have time for Kaizen. And yeah, by the way, the companies have told me that their past due has ever increased week after week after week, month after month after month. So, okay, how long are you going to work your way out of business? Because pretty soon, you're going to catch up with your orders because customers aren't going to order from you anymore. And this even happens with these companies that have large contracts, Defense contracts, they lose them. I know several defense contractors, or at least one in particular, that lost big contract orders because they couldn't deliver, and their quality was horrendous. So just because you're locked in with some large OEM or defense contractor type of order, don't think that's forever, okay? So, but I do hear that. You know, we're working 60 hours just to get our orders out. We don't have any time. Um, this one I really like. Kaizen uh, 
Kaizen will just happen. We empowered our employees and they'll figure it out. Okay. Without a coach, without a teacher. It's interesting. Uh, my friend Steve Spears from MIT and Ken Bowen, they wrote an article back in the 90s called Decoding the DNA of the Toyota Production System. And one of the things they found out with Toyota is Kaizen is done under the under the auspices of a experienced coach. So how will employees learn how to do a SMED? How will employees learn how to do standard work and cell design and one-piece flow and problem solving and all the other things that go along with lean, Kanban? I mean, go down the list, right? How will they learn this through osmosis? Because they're empowered? You know, it's interesting. When you get employees empowered, the best way to do that is put them on Kaizen teams. There is direct evidence that suggests that empowerment and employee satisfaction and attitudes <clears throat> all go north when they're asked for their ideas on the work that they perform. And that's Kaizen, right? So I get all that. And, you know, again, I like to use out-of-the-box analogies like the doctor, but what about Arnold Schwarzenegger? His Kaizen was at the gym. Can you Can you imagine if Arnold said, you know, I want to become Mr. Universe, but I'm not going to work out. Well, how, how could Arnold Schwarzenegger become Mr. Universe if he doesn't do Kaizen, okay, on his body, right? It, it, it's mind-boggling to me. So, you know, my suggestion to you basically is uh, um, if you're not doing Kaizen, and by the way, I, I talk about how to do Kaizen back in episode 14, 15, and 16. I talk about the Kaizen rules. The pitfalls, in, that's in 14. Kaizen uh, number two was in episode 15 called Pitfalls. And then how to do an, a Kaizen report out, the anatomy of a Kaizen report out, because that report out will give you a framework as to how to conduct a Kaizen. It's got all the necessary elements in it. So that's way back on episode 14, 15, and 16 if you want to review that. But if you're not doing Kaizen, you might as well take your posters down and, you know, pick up the yellow tape and and pull down your gimbal boards. Because to me, leadership who do not provide frameworks for improvement, but in, expects improvement, is absolutely disrespectful. One of the biggest disrespects I see is we don't give employees time. We don't give them the framework, the training the resources, the tools to make change. But we expect them to make change. We expect to solve problems. One of the posters I see, you know, we solve problems at the lowest possible level in the company. But there's no framework and no infrastructure in order for employees to do that. Because they are working 60 hours a week just to try to get product out. Okay. So core processes... If you're a leader and you're listening to this and you have poor processes that are not performing, I'll guarantee you it's not your people that aren't performing. It's your processes and it's your leadership that's not performing. And that is a huge disrespect to the people that you, you lead and manage. Okay. So that's our job. Now I'll leave you with this, you know, you know, Toyota, Toyota had a saying, they get brilliant results with ordinary people 
performing in with brilliant processes, okay? Brilliant results with ordinary people running brilliant processes, okay? How do those processes get to be brilliant? Through Kaizen, okay? So challenge yourself, challenge your leadership, challenge, challenge your company that if you're not practicing Kaizen, you know, where it matters, you're not doing lean. It's fake lean, right? Again, this has been an epidemic. I'm seeing this more and more and more. There's one company I know that said, yeah, I'm going to do Kaizen once a week between the hours of 2 and 4 on Wednesday. Well, good luck with that. Okay, good luck with that. This is this is why I'm doing this podcast is 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 because I see more and more and more of this. And most of the time, leaders are just not informed as to what lean is all about. And when they're not informed, but they think they are informed, they think they understand. And you know, go back to Ronald Reagan. They know this, they know a lot, but there's so but so much they know just isn't so. So it starts with leadership and giving everybody the the platform and the framework in order to make positive change. Okay, so hopefully uh, I answered some questions about bringing this to the table as at least how important Kaizen is. I did not answer the question how many we should do, and I will never answer that question. Um, but I, I will tell you zero is not the answer, okay? All right, anyway, uh, email me at mark at lee911.com, M-A-R-K, mark at lee911.com with your comments, with your questions, with your uh, input, and anything else you guys want to hear or any further thoughts about the Kaizen process. I'm sure this won't be the last time that we visit it, but uh, please feel free, mark at lee911.com. We'll see you next time. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening to the Lean 911 podcast. I'll be happy to address your questions or feedback on future episodes. Email me at mark at lean911.com. You can check out our other episodes by visiting our website at lean911.com, our YouTube channel, wherever you listen to podcasts. This is your host, Mark DeLuzio. Thanks for listening.